You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. When our events were canceled, when the schools and business establishments were closed, when the stay-at-home orders were issued, we all found ourselves unexpectedly in the toss-in phase. Things were coming to an end for an indefinite amount of time. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. In September of 2017, I did a few episodes on the cycle of change, and given what we're going through currently, I think this is a good time for a review. And so the background is I was first introduced to the concept of the cycle of change when I was getting certified as a coach through IPEC coaching. They had a nice analogy of the cycle of change as a card game, and I loved that. Now, change occurs in a cycle. And we're always in some part of the cycle of change in every area of our lives. Each part of your life is likely in different parts of the cycle. Because we tend to interpret the different stages of the cycle of change as either good or bad, we commonly have the experience of feeling like there are always some areas of our life in which we are winning and others that feel like we are struggling, right? I often find myself thinking thoughts like, geez, I've got my health under control and I've got my business under control, but my relationships are falling apart or my finances are struggling or, geez, now that I got my finances finances under control, it feels like my relationships are starting to fall apart, right? This is just reflective of uh, typically that we're going through changes in all of these areas. And even though sometimes everything is fine, we interpret challenges or struggles as bad things. So you may have had that experience yourself. So you will totally relate to this. And I have an image of the cycle of change in the show notes for this episode. If you want to take a look at it while I discuss it in this episode and the upcoming episodes um, of this podcast, you can find it again at womentakingthelead.com forward slash toss dash in. Now that's T-O-S-S, the dash character in, I-N, toss dash in. In this episode in particular, I'm going to give a brief overview of the cycle of change and discuss the overarching phase we are currently going through during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, it's really interesting, and I've heard this talked about um, in different discussions, how the stay-at-home orders automatically put most of us in the same cycle of change in this area of our life. So... It's interesting that I can talk about this phase of the cycle of change, and I think most of you are going to relate to it and see yourselves in it. I typically could not do that, say, for instance, in finances, in health, in your career, in your relationships, in your personal development. Typically, those these things, we, we always find ourselves in different places than other people in our life. But in regards to COVID-19 and what we're going through right now, we are all in 
the same phase, very few of us are in a different phase of the cycle of change. So um, let me explain. Using the card game analogy for the cycle of change, there are several phases. Before you play a card game, you have to decide what game you're going to play. This usually happens as you've started to shuffle the cards. So this phase is called the shuffle phase. The game is chosen and the cards are dealt. During the deal phase, your mind is considering your resources, the other players, and you're developing a strategy and you actually choose the strategy in this this phase and you're formulating a plan. Then you move into the phase called play the game. Obviously, this is the phase of movement and action. Then the game comes to a close and you are now in the toss-in phase. During this phase, you are absorbing what just happened and either celebrating a victory or considering how you feel about defeat. All things come to an end and typically people are rarely ready for the cycle to end because when you're in the playing the game phase, there's a lot of energy and excitement. And at the end, the toss-in, there is loss, grief, confusion, or a lack of clarity for what's next. Whether it is the end of a job role or a relationship, people in this part of the cycle are usually unhappy and cannot see how they will able to get through it all again. In this part of the cycle of change, you will take little action on your own and resist change because of the fear and uncertainty. And depending on how the last phase ended, there may be a lack of hope. In this phase, you may also feel victimized and like you don't have control over your circumstances. You may find yourself being grumpier, ill at ease, and even experiencing pain more. At the end of the tossin, there can be an intense state of hibernation or cocooning, as I call it. If you've read my book, Accomplished, you'll be very familiar with this. This state eventually passes, and if you let yourself just be during this phase, you will naturally find yourself getting renewed and re-energized and ready for the next phase. Does this all sound familiar to what we've been going through lately? When our events were canceled, when the schools and business establishments were closed, when the stay-at-home orders were issued, we all found ourselves unexpectedly in the toss-in phase. Things were coming to an end for an indefinite amount of time. This is why so many of us have been experiencing feelings of grief. We are grieving a way of life that will either take a long time to get back to or may never be the same again. Now, here's some guidance for you that may help to ease the discomfort of being in this phase. First, Allow yourself to experience all the thoughts and feelings created by loss and uncertainty. Don't try to rush through it or numb the experience because you feel uncomfortable. It is normal for this phase to feel uncomfortable and unnatural, especially if you are living in a culture that celebrates achievement, productivity, getting things done, and for a lot of us, content creation. Raise your hand out there if you're in a place where you know you should be creating massive amounts of content right now when all you want to do is think and contemplate. 
it's okay to give into the need to withdraw for a little while because the reflection and contemplation you will do while you're feeling low energy is critical to gaining clarity to go into the next phase. Isn't it naturally intuitive that this low energy comes at a time when contemplation will be best for us? It's so amazing how our minds and our bodies work. I also want to underscore that numbing this experience by overindulging in sugar, alcohol, tobacco, Netflix, exercise, etc., pick your poison, will prevent you from doing the deep work that strengthens you and provides clarity for the next stage. I'm not judging having anything in small doses and moderation. None of the things I listed am I saying those are things that are bad for you and you should cut all of it out of your life. Not saying that at all. It's using these things to distract yourself from uncomfortable thoughts and feelings that will cause suffering in the long run. If you've ever found yourself stuck in indecision because you just had no clue what you wanted or didn't want, it was probably because you skipped past the toss-in phase and so never got the information you needed to do the next phase well. In this stage of grieving, you are doing an analysis of what went right and what went wrong while you were in the last cycle of change. You're considering your thoughts, feelings, actions, and the results you got during that cycle. So in essence, you're looking at how could I do this better? How could I do it differently? How can I possibly be more successful in the next phase? And I'm defining sex as I'll feel better. I'll feel more fulfilled. I'll find more meaning, right? That definition of success. And many of us have been looking at the lifestyle we were living in the last few years and questioning if that's how we want to move forward, right? This provides a great opportunity to stop and really think about, am I living the life I want to be living? Am I doing things in a way that feel good to me and are moving me forward, right? What an opportunity right now to stop and contemplate and reflect on these things and also consider how could I do it differently? You don't need all the answers right now. You just need to give yourself the space to consider it, right? All of this is important information that you need to synthesize and then integrate to strengthen you to move forward. Do the work. And the work looks like being with yourself, even if it feels yucky. The next tip I'll give you for this phase is it's okay to vent to release the emotion. The next thing I'll say that will help you get through uh, this phase of the cycle of change, the toss-in, is It's okay to vent to release the emotion. Fear, anxiety, doubt, loss, and anger are all normal during this phase. Find people you trust implicitly and make it clear to them you don't need them to fix you or make you feel better. You just need them to hear you and validate where you are. Let them know you'll tell them when you're ready to take some action, but until then, you need them to respect where you are in the process, and it may help to explain to them that this is a grieving process you're going through. Next, look for the positives. What is going well? What can you count on? This will give you some foundation to stand on while other things feel like they are coming undone, right? There are some things that are solid in your life. Look to those things. 
Lastly, be good to yourself. Give yourself some guilt-free space to just be for a while without the need to do, accomplish, or achieve anything. Remember, this too shall pass, but don't force it. Otherwise, you'll just find yourself back here again without having made any progress. If this was helpful to you, I'm going to ask a favor. Please share this episode with a friend or colleague whom you know could benefit from this information. It's sharing resources that helps us all get through tough times. Now, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.